Welcome to the First Amendment News Podcast. A fictional timeline of a futuristic world set in the year, 2076, and going back in time to the year, 2024. Due to a collapsed economy, the United States of America has splintered off into six separate independent entities of government, and a unified Korea has assumed superpower status and established world dominance. Your host for the podcast series is news anchor, Matt Amazon, a fictional character brought to life by Amazon Polly, a leader in text-to-voice technology. Please settle in, and join us with tonight's broadcast. This is Matt Amazon, reporting for First Amendment News. Tonight, First Amendment News continues our multi-part series with an in-depth look back at the historic events which have spanned the previous 50 years. The series chronicles the significant milestones and circumstances which led to the collapse of the most powerful nation on Earth, the subsequent formation of six splinter nations which formed the coalition of former American states, and the establishment of the Korean Haintoju Provence along the far northwest rim of North America. Tonight's segment. Season 1. Episode 15. General Cho Tan-dae elected first premier of Unified Republic of Korea. Dateline, July 20, 2076. This is First Amendment Broadcast News. Matt Amazon reporting. The following news article was originally released by APNS July 1, 2024, Washington, D.C. On the first anniversary of the reunification of the Korean people under one controlling government, the country's first general election was held. And in a mild upset according to Western observers, Supreme Commander of the Korean Defense Force, General Cho Tan-dae, beat out his four competitors to be named the first premier of the Unified Republic of Korea. Cho avoided a runoff election by grabbing 52% of the vote. In his former homeland, the northern provinces the general tallied 97% of the vote total. In the southern provinces, he garnered just over 27% of the eligible ballots cast. His closest challenger, Park Young-soo, ended up with 38% of the vote. Park won only 1% of the northern vote. The former South Korean deputy prime minister was the only female candidate in the field. The remaining 10% of the vote was shared by former South Korean Defense Minister Kim Chung-hee, former Finance Minister Yoon Bo-seon, and billionaire industrialist Sun Young-ho. Since a finalized constitution for the new nation is yet to be ratified, the United Republic of Korea is still being governed by the guidelines laid out under the reunification agreement. Organizational delegates for the new unified constitution are attempting to iron out many of the legal entanglements and disagreements, preventing a final draft from being presented to the people. Many observers held that the election should have been postponed until a constitution was presented and ratified. But a more prevalent fear existed that if the tribunal remained in power for an extended period of time, the government in place could prove difficult to unseat when the time for change arrived. Senior members of the Korean Election Standards Commission ultimately decided that allowing the new permanent government to take full control might actually stabilize the talks and provide a firm hand in guiding the committee through many of the more delicate constitutional issues which had held up the process. Plus the placement of a permanent seat of power would bring an end to the tribunal form of government and unseat the former heads of state. Therefore under the guidelines of the reunification agreement, Park Young-soo will assume the role of deputy premier as she was the runner-up to the new premier. Additionally, since no phrasing in the agreement prevents General Cho from maintaining his role as Supreme Commander of the Korean Defense Force while serving as Premier of the Unified Republic of Korea, Cho announced at his victory celebration that he will continue to fill both positions. The declaration brought an outcry of opposition from his political rivals, the national media outlets, and constitutional consultants. Meanwhile back in the United States, President Ahmed sent her congratulations to both Cho and Park on their victories, 
and expressed a sincere desire to develop a strong and long-lasting relationship of peace and cooperation with the new unified Republic of Korea's government. However, a high-level administration official stated that Ahmed was not pleased to learn of Chu's intent to maintain his role as supreme commander of the Korean Defense Force, and had urged him to resign the position during a private conversation. Cho was said to hint to Ahmed that he may consider a resignation, but intelligence experts doubt the general's sincerity. The enormous political and military control which Cho now holds by heading both positions would be too much influence and authority to relinquish when shaping the future of this fledgling economic power. This concludes our replay of General Cho Tan Day elected first premier of Unified Republic of Korea. Our next report in the series, States Balanced Budget Amendment Fight Gains Vote of 34th State Legislature. This has been First Amendment Broadcast News. Preserving our unalienable rights defined in the First Amendment of the Constitution of the former United States of America. Freedom of speech and freedom of the press. First Amendment Broadcast News originates from the Communication Center of the former United States Coast Guard Cutter, Richard Snyder. Currently anchored off the coast of Bermuda. This has been Matt Amazon reporting for First Amendment News. Good night. You have been listening to a podcast of First Amendment News. This episode was written and produced by Pop Nose and recorded from Pop and KK's Place Studio. First Amendment News intro and closing music is the instrumental Algorithms from the Album Arps by Chad Crouch. Visit Poddington Bear's website at soundofpicture.com for a full listing of his music. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And please join us again for our next episode of First Amendment News.